Hi, listener. Thank you so much for coming. Today is April 14th. It is 4.49 p.m. And in this episode, I will be defining and identifying narcissists. So the most important thing when healing from or um, facing NPD abuse is knowing what you're dealing with. Narcissists are, like so many other groups of people, often misrepresented in the media. Staring in a mirror frequently or using a lot of me statements does not inherently make someone narcissistic. Selfishness is not synonymous with narcissism. Being self-absorbed is not synonymous with narcissism. And vanity is not synonymous with narcissism. I am not a mental health professional. So what qualifies me to define a narcissist? Uh, Well, I would say two things. When I was six years old, my mom brought me to a feelings doctor, or more commonly known as a therapist, but I think that feelings doctor sounds way cuter. And she explained to me what it truly means to be a narcissist. And this gave me great context for, you know, getting older and performing my own independent research, which I will be sharing with you. But first, let's understand that narcissists are people too. They have their own preferences, like what foods they like or who they find attractive. Um, Like all people, they have their own unique abilities or individual skills, like um, maybe they're really good at drawing or playing an instrument or a sport. And for the most part, narcissists are able to function in systems like school or in corporate work environments, which makes them especially dangerous. All right, so what qualities make someone narcissistic? None. It's not so much your character traits, preferences, or success. It's the total unawareness of how something might affect somebody other than yourself. Imagine there's a hole in your brain instead of the AI, which stands for interior and solar cortex. The AI is one of the parts of the brain that is connected to empathy. And in 2013, researchers provided the first empirical evidence for structural abnormalities in the frontoparalimbic brain regions and patients with NPD. All right, so I know that was a lot of big word science-y things that I just threw at you, and I probably mispronounced all of them. <laughs> but essentially, narcissism is not a word to be thrown around lightly, and it's definitely not a character trait. It is a literal dysfunction in the interior insula. And I think that when you're dealing with narcissistic abuse, it's so personal and so uh, emotional that stripping some of the psychological aspects away from it and just going right into the neuroscience can be really therapeutic. A lot of the times it's um, really challenging for victims to understand their narcissist, just like how the narcissist literally cannot understand the victim or just other people in general. So this can be something that is very helpful when trying to rationalize what you went through. Maybe there is no reason for it or anything like that, but just understanding that there is a disconnect can be really helpful when you are reflecting on your abuse or when you're currently facing it. Um, It's something that totally infiltrates your mind and the the behavior of a narcissist to somebody who does not experience MPD is so irrational. Like it's so hard for us to comprehend where they're coming from. And it's a lot of the times they can be like, if they're having an episode or something can be really, really hurtful. So just knowing that they do in fact have a disconnect, it is like as severe as it feels um, is something that I think is very validating. All right. Well, if you made it this far, thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate it. And if you want to start performing your own independent research, I highly recommend the NCBI, National Center for Biotechnology Information's website. Um, That's where I found a lot of scholarly articles, and a lot of people have performed research on this particular topic. It's definitely worth checking out if it's something you're into. But otherwise, I hope you enjoy the rest of your day.